Baby Bus. World Classic Fairy Tales, Faithful John, Part One. Once upon a time, there was a king's attendant named John. In the kingdom where he lived, everyone knew his name. Hi. Do you know John? D do you mean Faithful John? Of course, I know him. Oh, he's the king's most beloved attendant. That that that's because he he's loyal and de devoted to the king. That was the truth. When the king was very sick and about to die, he called John to his bedside. Your Majesty, I await your orders. <coughs> oh, oh, my faithful John. <coughs> when I die, my my son will become the new king. <coughs> you, you must educate and take care of of, of him. I'll watch over him and serve him loyally, even if it costs me my life. You, you have never failed me, John. Cling, clang. The old king handed John a ring of keys with trembling hands. <coughs> when I die, take my son to look around the palace. Let, let, let him see the many treasures here. But, but you must not enter the room at the end of the corridor. The, the, the statue of the princess of the golden roof is inside. My my son will be attracted by her, by her beauty and get into trouble. You, you must <coughs> prevent such things from ever happening. Yes, your majesty. Oh. When the king was buried... Faithful John took the young king around the palace to take stock of his inheritance, just as he had discussed with the king. John, we've been walking up and down the castle all day, looking at room after room and counting thousands of treasures. Ah, I'm so tired. Can we please take a break now? Yes, your majesty. Right this way. John led the way respectfully, intending to let the king rest. Huh. We've passed this room so many times. Why didn't we go in? The king noticed the door behind John. No, we don't need to go inside this room. But, but we've gone inside all the rooms, except this one. Why? This was your father's instruction. There are things in this room which will scare you. If you see them, you and I will be in big trouble. The more John talked about the room... The stronger the king's curiosity grew, he tried to peek around John, who was blocking the door to the room. I, I'm not moving until you open the door to this room. <sighs> John saw how determined the king was, and he had no choice but to open the door to the room. He entered the room first and blocked the statue of the princess of the golden roof from the king's view. John, move aside. What's that behind you? The king tiptoed to look behind John. Wow! Just one look, and the king was bewitched by the statue. 
Oh, my! So beautiful! <laughs> the king fainted. As the old king had predicted, the young king fell in love with the princess of the golden roof, and he couldn't free himself. I want to be with the princess of the golden roof. I only want to be with her. Hey, John, you must help me. The loyal John thought for a while. Ding! He had an idea. Hmm. Everything around the princess is made of gold. Uh, maybe we can make exquisite objects out of gold for her. She may like them. That was it. Clang, clang. The king called together all the goldsmiths in the kingdom, and they worked day and night making exquisite gold vessels. The king and John then dressed as a merchant and took all the presents on a ship across the sea to the kingdom of the princess of the golden roof. After about ten days, or maybe a month, or maybe even longer, they finally reached their destination. But how would they get to see the princess of the golden roof and bring her back on the ship? Your Majesty, maybe I can bring her here. You must decorate the whole ship, make it look pretty, and, and take out all the gold vessels. John took some of the gold vessels with him, disembarked from the ship, and ran toward the palace. In a courtyard of the palace, a maid carried two golden buckets to draw water from the well. She bumped into John, who was going to see the princess. Huh, who are you? I'm a merchant. Uh, look at my wonderful wares. John pulled open his pockets. The golden light was so dazzling the maid couldn't even open her eyes. Wow! So, so many beautiful gold vessels! The princess will like them! <laughs> Come! I'll take you to her! Success! John followed the maid into the palace and saw the princess of the golden roof. Sure enough, the princess turned out to be the most beautiful girl under the sun. When she saw the exquisite gold vessels, she was very pleased. Ugh, I want to buy them all. Your Majesty, I'm just a servant of a rich merchant. My gold vessels cannot compare with the rare, exquisite gold vessels aboard my master's ship. Then let him bring me all of them. I want to buy them all. <laughs> that would be too many. Your palace won't be able to contain all of them. Why don't you come with me and take a look at them on the ship? Uh, well... The princess really wanted to take a look at the gold vessels to see how exquisite they really were. Okay, I'll go with you. Faithful John brought the princess of the golden roof back to the ship, where the king accompanied her as she admired the gold vessels. John went quietly to the helmsman at the bow of the ship and gave the order. Set sail. Hurry up. We're taking the princess back to our kingdom. Splash! The big ship started sailing as if it had sprouted wings. When the princess realized what was going on, the ship had already sailed very far. Oh no! I've been tricked by the merchant. What should I do? Dear princess, I'm actually a king. I saw your statue and fell in love with you. I'm willing to sacrifice everything to be with you. The king held the princess's hand, speaking from the bottom of his heart. He finally moved the princess. All right, I'm willing to go with you. Yay! Everything seemed perfect. La, 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 la. <laughs> John was so happy he started to play his guitar and sing at the bow of the ship. 
Encore! The king and princess are getting married! Oh! 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 It's not going to be that easy! When the ship docks, a gallant maroon horse shall rush toward the king! When the king mounts it, the horse will carry him to the sky, never to see the princess again! Oh! What? Is there any way to avoid this? Well, if somebody mounts the horse before the king and shoots it with a musket, the tragedy can be avoided. But who would know about that? If anyone knows and tells the king, his legs will turn to stone. Oh, oh, oh! Who was that talking? Caw! Oh, it was three crows who were flying across the sky. They didn't expect their conversation to be overheard by Faithful John. Gaw! You know, even if the king doesn't get on the horse when he returns to the palace, he'll put on his ceremonial wedding garments, which are weaved with sulfur and asphalt. When the king puts it on, he'll be burnt to ashes. Unless someone puts on gloves and tosses the shirt into the fire. Huh, but who would know to do that? If somebody knows to do that and tells the king, his whole body will turn to stone. Oh, yes, yes. Even if the king doesn't wear the garment at the wedding banquet, the princess will faint. If there isn't any gentleman besides the king who would suck out three drops of blood from her chest, the princess will never wake up. Again, who will know what to do? If somebody knows this and tells the king, then he'll turn into a rock statue! Oh! 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 Oh dear, what should John do? He didn't want any harm to come to the king and princess, but he didn't want to turn into a rock statue either. On the day the ship docked, sure enough, a maroon horse galloped toward them. <laughs> Even a gallant horse has come to welcome me. I'll ride him back to the palace. But when the king was about to mount the horse, Faithful John rushed before him and got on the horse, shooting it with his musket. Oh dear! John wounded the king's horse! <laughs> He's so despicable! The king's attendants were furious with John's rash behavior. Only the king felt John must have a reason for acting this way. Forget it. Let's go home. When they returned to the palace, someone offered a wedding garment to the king. Oh, <laughs> it looks good. But when the king was about to try it on, John snatched it away, throwing it into the fire. This, this, this is too much! The attendants started criticizing John again. Forget it. He's my most loyal John. He must have a reason for doing that. The king forgave him again. At the ball, the crow's words came true once again. The princess suddenly fainted on the floor. John rushed forward at once and carried her back to the bedroom, sucking the blood from her chest as the crows had described. But this time, the king finally flew into a rage after seeing how John acted with the princess. Oh, lock him up in jail! John was taken to the execution ground and was about to be executed. Your Majesty, I've always been loyal to you. There was a reason behind my rude behavior. John finally told the king the truth. Oh, I see. Let him go. He's my most faithful John. But, oh, it was too late. John turned into a rock statue. The king was overcome with regret. He commanded John's statue to be brought back to the palace and sacrifices to be made to it often. Many years passed. 
The king and the princess of the golden roof had their own children, but the king often expressed his regret for his mistake in front of the rock statue. I've wronged you, and yet you sacrificed your life for me. If you could come back to life, I would be willing to sacrifice everything. If you're willing to sacrifice something you love most, I can come back to life. Are you willing? Oh dear, the statue was talking. Oh, I'm willing. I am willing. My, my two children are the things I love most. All right. I'll come back to life if you drip your children's blood on my statue. They'll replace me and become statues forever. Oh, no. How could the king bear to turn his two lively, adorable children into rock statues? But he thought about John, who had sacrificed his life for him and his wife. Without John, his wife would have died, and his children would have never been born. When he thought about this, to save John, the king agreed with tears in his eyes. He dripped his children's blood on John's statue. The rock statue started to move. Oh, faithful John came back to life, and no harm came to the king's beloved children. Oh, <laughs> it turned out that it was just a test. The king's sincerity brought about a perfect outcome. From then on, the king and John trusted each other even more, and they lived happily ever after.